Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Daniel Turner, he's the founder and executive director of Power the Future. Daniel and I spoke in St. Louis on Thursday, and I thought I would bring him back uh, here in Buffalo on WBEN. Daniel, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, it's great to be on your program. Thank you so much. Now, Daniel, here in New York State, we uh, the budget seems to be in agreement in Albany to pass. Now, I, I want to set this up. Only 39% of registered voters actually support the electrification part of the budget. So I, I don't think this is a party lines thing when it comes to voters in New York State. But the, the, the plan is, Daniel, 2026 will be the end of uh, natural gas in new builds, 2030 for big builds. Uh, what's your take on this initiative? Yeah, it shows you how there is such little appetite for this radical green proposal um, that they have to shove it down people's throats. People aren't adapting to whether it's EV use, whether it's all uh, gas appliances, um, because fossil fuels are great and, and gas-powered stoves are preferred and gas-powered hot water heater are, are cheaper. And where people have the option, um, they tend to choose what is more reliable and more efficient and, and more affordable, and that's fossil fuels. But, you know, if you're Kathy Hochul and you want this agenda and you want to push the green agenda, you have to do it by force. And so it's unsurprising. It will get challenged in the courts. I saw California just overturned, California courts overturned their proposal to ban gas stoves. The same will happen in New York. So I'm not super worried about it, but it is frustrating. It is frustrating that our elected leaders, and I'm originally from New York State and my whole family is still there, um, it is disappointing our elected leaders continue to shove this agenda down our throats. You know, another thing that uh, I don't think made it in this budget but was proposed was that they would stop selling gas-powered uh, appliances in 2030. So, Daniel, say it's 2032 and I need to uh, replace my furnace, I need to replace my stove. How much money is going to go in just to have my house prepared to replace the gas furnace with an electric furnace? Yeah, uh, those are great points, right? And these are the conversations that we need to be having with our elected officials. What happens to those of us who have gas stoves and they break? Are we not allowed to replace them? Um, are you punished if you cross the state border? What if you drive down to Pennsylvania and you buy a, a stove at the Home Depot there? Can you drive it back into the state? Or is that contraband, right? Uh, these are just honest converse, uh, conversations and questions we're allowed to have. Same with gas hot water heaters. Right. They, they work better than electric ones. And a huge advantage to them is that when you have blackouts and brownouts and we're having more of them because of the whole wind and solar uh, element. But that's another conversation. But when we have brownouts and blackouts, gas hot water heaters still work. Gas stoves still work. Um, so you could imagine yourself in Buffalo if there's a huge 
uh, a snowstorm, not that there's ever a huge snowstorm in Buffalo, right, that knocks down the power lines, knock down the electric grid, your fossil fuels could still keep you able to cook dinner and, and take a hot shower, but not if it's all electrified. You know, that's the one thing during the the storm in December. We had so many people calling in saying, I'm boiling water just to get a little bit of heat uh, throughout the house. But if it's all electric, when the power goes out, that means everything goes out. You don't have that gas stove uh, to fall back on. Yeah, and and that's why people prefer them. And that's why I have a a farm here in rural Virginia. And that's why I have uh, propane tanks buried underground, as do a lot of people who are rural and remote or off the grid, and also just because they are more efficient and they are less expensive. Um, people who have seen uh, the comparison of, of uh, uh, a home heated with electricity as opposed to a home heated with fossil fuels, there's a huge price differential. And electricity rates have gone up since you know the last five or six years, again, because of the street green transition in your great state, my home state, you closed uh, nuclear plants, you've closed coal plants, so you've made electricity more expensive. Your elected leaders have made electricity more expensive. So now when we're using more electricity with, with less reliable electricity, boy, it's setting you up for a huge disaster. And when you say less reliable, I mean, we're not even talking about, or I didn't see in, in the budget, to anything to update the grid. I mean, is the grid in New York State uh, able to put the extra stress that will definitely be had uh, by new builds all having to be electric and new appliances after 2030 having to be electric? No, not at all. And, and for proof of that, as you can see, states who have done what New York is doing now more aggressively in the past. Uh, and again, I'll turn to, sadly, California. I hate to pick on them, but, but they have to be made an example of um, where they have pushed this agenda more aggressively and you look at how it's failed. You look at how brownouts and blackouts are becoming commonplace. You look at how you have the governor of the state sending people uh, text messages saying, hey, please don't do your laundry anytime after noon. Please don't charge your electric vehicles um, at nighttime because the grid can't sustain uh, that many more people charging. And you say, well, when am I supposed to charge my electric vehicle? I've been at work all day. And you know what, Governor? You made me buy this electric vehicle. You told me we can't have gas combustion, uh, gas-powered engines, combustible engines in my car. So you, you force us to switch to EVs. We get home for the day, and then you say you can't charge EV. What do I do tomorrow, Governor, when I'm supposed to go to work? What do I do at 2 in the morning if my kid wakes up with a fever and I have to rush to the hospital? Right? The, again, these are not questions to knock uh, uh, EVs, they're not to knock wind and solar, which I think are unreliable and inferior products, and I dislike them. I'm not knocking them. I'm just pointing out some some truths. And our elected leaders who are forcing this agenda on us never get asked these tough questions. Instead, they get pats on the back for being brave, you know, being bold to embrace the, the green agenda and to t- take, uh, take on the climate cause or fight the climate crisis. But no one ever asks the consequences of their actions. Now, let's go hypothetical, right? Let, let's say in 20 years, everything is is in, right? And that includes the car ban, the car ga- the, the gas car ban that's supposed to go in effect in 2035. You can't buy a new, uh, new gas-powered car. And, you know, the governor has said that, well, if there's an emergency, your generators can still run off gas. But, Daniel, if... Everything is moving to electricity. Will gas companies even be in the state of New York in 20 years? 
if they are, how expensive is it going to be, right? The reason why gas is inexpensive is because of its abundance and because it doesn't have a government fighting it. So, like I said, I can get my propane fairly easily. It comes automatically when my tanks are low, um, and it's not a problem because there are propane trucks everywhere because gas is plentiful because of market signals. But if the market is signaling to the people of New York, gas is going to be outlawed, it's forbidden. Well, if you're the one holdout, how much are you paying now? to have your propane tanks filled, right? If a guy has to drive from, from again, from Pennsylvania, well, does he have to come down from Canada, right? Uh, so how much are you paying for those fossil fuels? And the only reason why those signals are skewed is because of government. Government gets involved. They tinker with all of the markets. They create a whole lot of market chaos. And then they say, well, look at this. Look how expensive natural gas is. Joe Biden is a classic example of that. From the first day in office, he persecuted fossil fuels. He said he was going to make it impossible to produce fossil fuels in America. What happened as a result? Prices skyrocketed. Who did he blame? The fossil fuel industry. These guys are, 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 are profiteering, right? These guys are, are greedy. Like they weren't greedy a month ago, Mr. President. What made them greedy all of a sudden now? So, so government tinkers, they, they screw up prices. They screw up market signals. And then they swoop in with more government to save the people from the disaster they created. I have to ask you, when did natural gas become so bad? Because in 2016, here in Buffalo, New York, the NFTA introduced natural gas operating vehicles, which was supposed to be so good for the climate. Now, seven years later, natural gas is just as bad. When, when, when did we have this realization, Daniel? Yeah, it, it shows you the pernicious, na pernicious nature of the uh, the green uh, movement, uh, a truly uh, anti-American, anti-freedom, a movement that is deeply rooted in, in communism. It shows you how this is not about the climate. This is not about saving people or or from 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 pollution or just loving clean air and clean water. It is a truly un-American, a truly dangerous ideology. And what you just raised is is an excellent point. The goalposts never move, right? We had to get rid of coal because coal is bad. We had to move to natural gas. Now we have to get rid of natural gas, not just because something is better, but they will tell you actually natural gas is bad. It's like, well, wait a second. I thought it was good. Well, it was good, but it's not anymore. This is a, a movement that is never, never satiated, right? And the only thing I can liken it to in, in recent memory, because um, they use the same tactics, um, are the COVID maniacs where they were never satiated. You know, it was 15 days, and then it was, nope, you can't go to school. Then it was, nope, you can't go to school, or you can't go to church, right? But what did Kathy Hochul do? She celebrated. She went everywhere she wanted. What is Kathy Hochul doing with her electric vehicles? Is her fleet electrified? Is she buying electric cars for her motorcade? She is on record as being one of the most uh, uh, private plane-using governors in recent times. She has no problem using fossil fuels. How come Kathy Hochul can't jump on a Zoom call, right? Why does she have to take a private plane uh, to Elmira? Well, she can't jump on a Zoom call with, nope, not Kathy Hochul. She gets to use all the fossil fuels she wants because she's special. Just like during the COVID crisis, they get to do whatever they want, get their hair done, go on vacation, open stores privately for their shopping spree, right? It is the same vile ideology 
that is anti-freedom and anti-American, and New Yorkers have to fight back hard against it before it becomes all-consuming, just the way the COVID maniacs were. Now, in 2035, uh, we will, I believe, in New York State, the proposal is in 2035, uh, no more gas-powered cars could be purchased in the state of New York. And Daniel, this is something you and I talked about on Thursday. You know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm fine if you can if you can find a, a a a more productive way of me getting from point A to point B and not having to purchase gas. Great, but you know I like to do a lot of road trips, and we don't have the technology right now an electric car to go from Buffalo, New York, to Blacksburg, Virginia, where I do a lot of my traveling, uh, without you know a three hour charge. It, it seems like all these laws are coming into place before the technology is there. Absolutely, um, and this is because it is not driven by markets, right? This is again because it is driven by by government and government doesn't know how to create uh, the proper infrastructure markets dictate where gas stations should be and how many of them are needed to sustain the people driving right there's never been a government that said oh boy we better put an exxon on that corner otherwise the people are going to run out of gas free people did that free markets did that here's government telling us don't worry we're going to put in these electric uh, charging stations well how about you put them in first Right? How about you get the whole system up and running before you take away from us what is working? Um, but notice they never go with that direction, right? They never, they never uh, uh, allow something to come to fruition on its own. They, they mandate it on you, they force it on you, and they get rid of your competition. You can't drive from, from New York uh, City to, to Albany on, on a single charge. And I don't know how many charging stations there are in between. I plan on never finding out because I will never buy one of those pieces of inferior machinery. I will say this, though, to your wonderful listeners. You know, if, if any of them, you know, have a business idea that they don't know what to invest in, just go right south of the, uh, of, of the border into Pennsylvania, you know, somewhere around Lawrenceville, and open up a car dealer. Because in 2030, that's what all New Yorkers are going to do. They're going to say, heck, we can't buy a, a car. We might as well just cross the street into Pennsylvania and buy a car there. So go into Pennsylvania, set up a car dealership, set up a gas-powered lawnmower dealership, a gas-powered leaf-blowing dealership. You'll be the richest man in Pennsylvania slash New York. You can get your gas-powered items and some fireworks and bring them back into New York. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and it's just silly that they're creating these silly laws, these silly mandates. I'm not terribly nervous about them because I will think they will get struck down by the courts or they will just get overturned by Hochul's uh, um, predecessor. You know, whoever follows next is going to say none of these things are going to happen. They're just going to quietly scrap them. It's why the governor, the president, other governors like Newsom put these uh, uh, mandates far enough away that they seem close, but far enough away that it's not their responsibility to achieve these goals. And Kathy Hochul knows None of this is possible. She's just virtue signaling to the radical green left who funds her campaign. You know, it, it's so interesting because in a time where we really are, you know, uh, against you know left versus right, it, it, you know, fifty fifty of the country, this is one thing where it seems throughout the country, Republicans and, and Democrats for the most part agree, right? I, I mean, this seems to be the one thing, except for one party in power, uh, everyone else, regardless of their left or right, they agree that yeah, we, we're we're not ready for this. Yeah, they do. And, and, and that shows you, again, how pernicious this movement is, is that despite the data, despite the bipartisan opposition, the governor is still shoving it down your throats. She, she knows what is better for you. And I guarantee you that mentality, if you asked her, you know what, governor, do you think you should control what our diet should be? She would say yes. You know what, governor, do you think you should control what our television viewing habits should be? 
she would say yes. If you ask her, you know, Governor, do you think you should censor what information is out there? She would say absolutely. People like Kathy Hochul think they know better than you. They do not like the American people. They do not like your freedom and your liberty, and they think you're a bunch of adults. And so but for the, the brilliance of someone like her, a lady who was selected to be a lieutenant governor a couple of years ago to try to get Andrew Cuomo to win upstate New York and then stumbled by pure stupidity into the governor's office. The fact that she thinks she knows better than hardworking New Yorkers just shows you what a vile person she is and what a vile philosophy this green liberal ideology is. And boy, is it destroying our great state? It is. It is driving people out of New York. And you know what? Maybe by 2030, there won't be any New Yorkers left to buy a gas car because they will all have moved to Tennessee and Texas and Florida. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power of the Future. Daniel, thank you for joining me in Buffalo this morning. That was a great time. I hope to be back sometime. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 